0: After writing two transformational books myself and supporting many other beings to do the same, I've become enthralled by the deep and mysterious magic that's activated when we choose to say yes to ourselves and commit to the book writing journey. Of course, we want to inspire change and new perspectives in our readers, but the transformation that happens as an author, both throughout the writing process and by actually releasing your book into the world, is surprisingly potent. I know I've been blindsided in the most disruptive and delicious ways by some of the changes my books have brought into my life writing a book is like casting a spell although we can never be completely sure what's going to be unleashed during the process we choose to do it anyway this unbound one is a heroic journey each book has the potential to be a magical portal a doorway to a new world both for you and your reader each book has a very specific medicine that it's here to share with us And each book gives us the opportunity to alchemise the magnificent imperfection of our experience into gold. The truth is that anyone can write a book. We could all get a few thousand words down and put them together. But what fascinates me is what happens when we allow the book writing process to go deeper. When we say, fuck it, get naked and dive way down beneath the surface letting go of the shoulds and any need to be acceptable, sensible or approved of. What fascinates me is what happens when we make ourselves fully available to being transformed by the very act of writing a book. This is Unbound Writing and this is the process we'll be exploring together here in the Unbound Writers Club. I'm Nicola Humber, author and founder of the Unbound Press and I help magical beings to write the transformational book they're really here to write at this time. I'm your guide here in the Unbound Writers Club and the aim of this podcast is to help you to feel supported, encouraged, activated as you embark on your book writing journey. Whether you're a first-time author or have many books out in the world, my hope is that you will find something here to inspire you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unbound Writers Club. I am your host, Nicola Humber, transformational writing mentor and founder of the Unbound Press. And today I'm joined by one of our amazing authors, Sarah Marshall. Sarah is a healer, a Reiki master and a Kashuk records keeper. And she guides empaths and starseeds on their awakening path work that is so so very needed at this time. Sarah's first book, The Empath's Guide to the Universe is out now. And during this conversation, we talk about why she felt called cool to write this book, what her writing process has been like, and gives you some tips like if you are an empath and if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are, about how you can navigate these times that we're moving through. So, I know you're really going to enjoy this one. Listen in and and enjoy. So Sarah, welcome to the Unbound Writers Club. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy that you're here too and I always start these conversations with the same question which is what does it mean to you to be an unbound writer? Wow,
1: um, I would have to say it. it's definitely, it feels like it's in a different class and what I mean by that is It's very non traditional, um, but it allows you to be who you are. It feels like uh, somebody meeting you where they're at and supporting and fostering that wholeheartedly. Uh, It feels very much more. I mean, not that I've, this is my first book. So it's, you know, it's hard to compare that to what a traditional scenario would look like. But um, having said that, I think it allows you for whatever growth you need along the way as well. And it just feels very supportive.
0: Oh, that's wonderful to hear. <laughs> and actually, as you were saying that, my feeling was, like that's exactly what you do, like in your book and in your writing, like meeting people where they're at, like honoring their process. And that your book and your writing really holds space for people to to go on their own journey. So I love how that kind of, how you've experienced the process mirrors the way I'm sure it will feel for your readers. Um, I hope so. Yeah, me too, me too. Well, I'm sure that it will. And yeah, I'd love you to share a little bit more about your book, The Empath's Guide to the Universe. Tell us a little bit more about it.
1: So um, I was working with an empath mentor. I'll say that, although I don't know that she prefers that word, coach. Maybe I don't know. But um, and uh, was working on some business things related to that, and started making jewelry and things and and rehearsals. Uh, and somewhere in there, I think even before I met her, I had begun writing and thought I would write an ebook. And I took a huge hiatus from that. It. I focused more on like making the jewelry and, you know, doing Reiki and things like that. And then I was on um, the plane a couple of Decembers ago and was starting to work on something for Starseeds. And I was sitting there trying to work on it. And I got drawn back into writing this book um, and did not see that coming. So um <laughs> Yeah, which was great. I mean, it you know, I, I think I needed the time to evolve and grow myself in that way. And um, so it just naturally unfolded because I had all of this knowledge and wisdom that I had been working on myself for the last couple of years. So just naturally got folded into that process. So
0: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So often we have to live our books like, as we're writing them or before we get to the point we think we're ready to write them and it's like oh no 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 you need to have some more experiences (laughs) before you actually get to write this book so I love that you returned to it after that kind of hiatus and what was the writing process like for you challenging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: It's challenging. And I think only because, you know, and I've, as I've gone back and looked through, it's like, oh, wow, I could have really expanded on that even more than I already did. And, And I think that that's, that's, you know, part of it. It's like, we, we have this information, we have this knowledge to share. And sometimes because we have this, we just think, oh, this is commonplace knowledge when it might not be. And your perspective might not be something that somebody else has considered. And so, you know, trying to consider that in the writing was important, but even still going back and looking at it again, like, oh no, I could probably (laughs) could have said more about this, that, or whatever. So it's, you know, it's always a work in progress. And I think as writers, we've never feel like we're fully finished with a project. We just have to like hand it over and say, okay, this is what's going out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's <laughs> and enough. just let it be <laughs> yeah exactly and I'm so glad you shared that because like, I found myself nodding as she was talking about that because I feel that way personally all the time with my books I like, will look at them and go "Ah, oh, there's so much more I could have said about that why didn't I <laughs> go into more detail and our books can never be be they can be never ending in a way like we never get to the point where they feel yeah, fully complete and certainly not perfect so we do just have to say no that's enough for now and leave room for the next book and the next book <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh yes yeah, yeah, someone asked me the question earlier like how do I know when my book's complete and it's like well they kind of never feel complete but you just <laughs> have to let them go <laughs> yeah. oh, and you know you you've included a lot of your own experience in the mm-hmm. book, which I feel is really important. It's a key part of what we do and what we encourage at the Unbound Press. And I know that can feel edgy and it can feel vulnerable. I was going to say sometimes, but pretty much all the time when we're doing that. I mean, what was that like for you to actually do that?
1: So um part of my story that's in the book, I've actually shared very publicly on my own personal Facebook page. So some of the people that are going to be picking this up to read are already aware to some extent of the things that I have experienced in my life, but the book goes into more depth about those things, um, and how I felt about them. Um, so that's unique to, to the book, but yes, it definitely, you know, there were some things that I had that I definitely had not shared, Mm -hmm. um, publicly and um those things feel a bit ah because you know there's people that you've known for a long time who maybe you're not in contact with but that they um will see this and will say oh my goodness wow (laughs) you know and just kind of be blown away by that and and that's not the intention of course the intention behind sharing so much vulnerability i think is um to hold that space and to help people feel like they're not alone they're seen they're heard that they you know um that you you understand them to an extent um which is the empath's dilemma right (laughs) the blessing and the curse piece uh to to that gift so um yeah so it'll it you know it'll be interesting to see the the feedback that i get
0: yeah now that it's making its way into the world yeah it's out there now but I know again so many people will resonate uh with that that vulnerability and like wondering what people will think and and let's talk about being an empath because obviously you know that's who the book is written for the empaths of the world and I think more and more people especially with what we're experiencing collectively at the moment, are recognizing that they are empaths and that they have these tendencies, these qualities. And, you know, what was your intention for writing this particular book, Sarah? So something that
1: I had been told, or at least felt like was going on in my um, interpersonal relationships and some of which I'll never have the answers to, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But feeling like I'm too intense, too much, too sensitive to this, to that, you know, and it, and feeling like you have to be put into some box where you're just kind of robotic. And, and that's not the box that, that impasse fit in ever, right? Like we're, we experience so much, whether it's through, um taste sight you know touch whatever like we we feel uh so many different things and um namely of course is the emotional piece everyone that's an empath identifies with feeling too much Mm -hmm. um but the, but there are other you know aspects, um, different various types of empaths, and typically an empath will identify with more than one type because we are so sensitive to different things. Um, and I talk about that in the book too. But yeah, experiencing that I was you know too intense, too much, too this, too that, whatever. And then a friend actually, and I i speak about this in the book. A friend actually posted an article, "The Dark Side of the Empath," and I read that and I was like. Mind blown. I'm like, okay, well, this explains. And so I just dove down into that empath rabbit hole of all things, you know, anywhere from narcissists to being a um, physical empath to, you know, ways to help manage this. Like, how can I put myself in a bubble when I leave my house, kind of a thing? So, yeah, because, you know, working as a therapist for so long, especially in crisis units you can really start to take on other people's stuff and you lose sight of what's yours and what somebody else's. And so the boundaries are a huge thing with empaths and, and making sure that they're taking care of themselves. So that's, that's, you know, the main goal is to guide other people who are just figuring out that they're an empath or maybe they have somebody in their family, you know, somebody that they know and care about that, They seem to be super sensitive, and like, what can they do about it, and how can they support them? So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I love how you talked about the different types of empath because I hadn't seen that information before. I was like, oh, this is new to me, this is amazing, so interesting. So, I think people are going to find that really helpful, and also talking about that too much piece. That is something that comes through so much. I think pretty much every author, every writer I work with has been kind of told or made to feel that they were too much in some way at some point. So, you know, I love that you're naming that. And also like the sensitivity, like I said before, like especially right now at this time with what we're experiencing in the world. I know at times that I've found it really, really like overwhelming, um, like picking up on other people's stuff or you know stuff that's happening collectively. And your book is just packed full, basically, <laughs> of kind of practical tips and ways that, you know, empaths can manage that. Uh, how did you decide what to include and maybe what not to include and what to leave out?
1: Well, part of what I included was stuff that has either been helpful for me um, or that I have heard about. I didn't include some other things that are actually really helpful too. And it's and the reason I didn't include them, I think, is mainly because At that particular point in the writing process, it was like, okay, we got to be done with this. You know, (laughs) I got to draw the line somewhere. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, mostly it's been all things that have been helpful for me and managing my own um, emotional overwhelm. And I, you know, I know not, not everything not everyone's a cookie cutter, you know, this is going to work for you because you're an empath. So I put several things in there to suggest or encourage people to try out. And and one of the things that I, (laughs) that I joke about in there is, um, is meditation, but really that's a super grounding technique for us to, you know, come back into our body and, and to, um, sort of reduce that overactive mind that, Empaths tend to have to overanalyze everything. And so I talk about you know different ways to protect and ground and different spiritual tools that will be helpful and and also you know accessing other gifts that maybe they didn't realize that they had. So that's the thing,
0: isn't it? You know, I feel empaths are amazing writers because you're able to like really well empathize with how your reader is likely to be feeling and also be sensitive to the nuances of what people are experiencing and really speak to that. So maybe, maybe we need to do like a a book or a whole course on how to write as an empath or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Definitely,
1: definitely. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, I I include in there, you know, because we have been in this sort of like global sort of catastrophe in the last uh, almost two years now, I guess. And, um, you know, so some of those tools will be really helpful for people in trying to A, stay grounded so that we're not letting all this stuff just constantly bombard us, but also, you know, acknowledging that we have this, this power, this gift as an empath, while it might feel very overwhelming and daunting and confusing and frustrating and maddening at times, right? Because you're just like, I just need the noise to stop. Like I need the feelings to stop. I need, yeah. you know, and so we tend to, Look for escapism, but but um, yeah, I mean, I think that because of the nature of impasse, we we also tend to be a bit more introverted because you know we might want to avoid major events or things or avoid the news, of which I don't subscribe to anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I guess just just acknowledging that like you don't have to try to fit into this mainstream society because it's not all it's cracked up to be quite frankly but but also you know just accepting that maybe some of the things that normal whatever normal is right takes place that you don't necessarily have to be involved in and so just trying to find your find yourself on this uh, this path and not letting things have power over you that don't deserve to have power over you just simply by thinking it not by any sort of act or, or um, ritual or tool that you use, but just simply, I'm not going to let this have power over me.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I believe this is where it is so powerful when we allow ourselves to share our stories and share our experiences through our writing because it helps the reader to like to recognize themselves and to recognize their own experience and also to let them know they're not alone with that. So, you know, so grateful to you for being brave enough to, to actually write the book and share it and get it out there. I mean, you mentioned a couple of questions ago about how you're a therapist. I mean, that's, that's what you do. So were there any kind of concerns about writing a book? That is quite personal as a therapist. Cause I know this is a concern that can come up for people as well.
1: You know, I honestly, maybe that's, maybe it's something I should have thought about, but I honestly didn't think about that. Sorry Um, to put that in
0: your mind now. (laughs) What now is out there?
1: Um. You know, the thing of it is, is I work in a virtual space now with um, therapy, and I'm actually doing less therapy now, mostly just like screening and assessments and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there, there may be former clients of mine that see this and you know pick up on this I'm not at all worried about people contacting me I have very strong boundaries now thankfully that I've had to learn how to have you know it's as an empath we overgive we we yeah we overgive and um and so I think that um you know had I not already had these strong boundaries in place it might have been difficult to have a book out and and have people you know reach out to me but now if I see an email or something come through I just it wouldn't I don't think it'll bother me like it would have you know a few years ago so okay. yeah but yeah I mean um, not I think the other thing too is that doing um, the work that I do in a virtual space also that has a boundary to it right uh, they're not like in my in my physical space so some of that energy doesn't necessarily translate over to me as easily as it would have in physical space so that's a plus
0: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and boundaries so key so key Mm -hmm. so um, yeah thank you for again thank you for naming that so now the book is it's out there it's making its way into the world How do you feel? Because I know, you know, we had we were emailing just before the book was coming out and it's like, you know, talking about kind of how to launch it and all of these things. And the way I see it is very much not about like just the release date and going all in with that. Like this book is going to have a long lifetime. So I think as an empath as well, it's important for us to give ourselves permission to find our own way when it comes to sharing whatever it is that we're offering out into the world. But how's the process been for you so far? I know it's really early days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just was, a, what last Thursday. Officially. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, one of the other things, I don't think I really speak to human design in the book, but um, one of the things that I know about my personal makeup, I guess, is um, that I'm a projector in human design and, mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know what human design is, I encourage you to, to look into it more, but, um, I'm a projector, which means I have to quote unquote, wait for the invitation. So, um, this idea of me needing to make certain posts and launch it and, and, and like make people aware of this and like kind of do that pushy sort of sales piece to it is not how i flow, um, had to learn that the hard way as well um but yeah so basically I just put it out there and I share whatever I feel called to share and know that whoever is meant to find it will find it so I've been able to kind of release some of that a little bit but yeah it's it still seems very surreal that I have written a book and it's out there floating around the world yeah so yeah that's that's interesting but yeah that's a good way exciting
0: yeah (laughs) interesting <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still waiting for my coffee. I was hoping that I'd have it here today but it's I know me too
1: I think I should have mine in like a day or two I think but oh, yeah
0: fantastic uh, when you hold that physical copy in your hand it's very very special so oh interesting that human design piece as well I'm a manifesting generator so I need that interaction as well I need to be sparked off by somebody else so I think it's so helpful when we have this information about ourselves and as you like to receive the invitation I'm just going to put it out there for you if anyone would like to interview Sarah for their podcast then just let her know <laughs> yes yes that, that part we really <laughs> make the invitation <laughs> I'm happy to just yes, ask <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so what's next Sarah I mean I don't want to jump like the book is just out there so I'm not suggesting that there has to be any big plans um next but I'm just wondering if there's anything else that's bubbling away for you right now
1: yeah I mean a couple of things right like I'd mentioned early on that I was uh working on a starseed project and at that time I thought it was going to be a course um it may end up being a book but um it might end up being a blend of of I don't know when to say this book currently because there's this book is already you know out but probably that but I also feel called to just kind of write my personal story um as well so we'll see what unfolds I'm not sure which one will come first but something something is brewing
0: (laughs) I'm rubbing my hands (laughs) with anticipation (laughs) oh brilliant oh thank you so much for joining us today sarah it's always a joy to connect with you and to and to speak about your experiences and your writing what's the best way for people to to find you and connect with you so i have
1: i do have a website it's empathcrystalhealing.com um i post and share a lot of memes and do uh, reiki healing distance sessions on my facebook page Um, and that is also found under empath crystal healing and i have an instagram so they can kind of find me everywhere (laughs) yeah yeah just searching for empath crystal healing
0: they will find me amazing and we'll make sure we put all the links in the show notes as well oh as i said sarah thank you so so much for being in the unbound writers club and writing your magical magical book i'm so excited for it to make its way into the world and and yeah share share this really important information with people. so thank you
1: no thank you it's been a wonderful process i'm really glad i followed the impulse on that so
0: yeah me too thank you me too. Thanks.